0: Well, now we're going to take a look at another aspect of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship in Hawaii, actually the Champions Tour, and I have on the line from Florida before he heads to the beautiful Big Island of Hawaii, Dave Senko, media official with the Champions Tour. Hey, Dave, thanks for joining me. Thanks,
1: Emily. It's always good to uh, always good to chat. <laughs>
0: Well, I almost feel like I should say welcome home because uh, you, of course, and we'll talk about it later, attended the University of Hawaii, and uh, back in the '90s was it in the '90s? No, uh, whatever. I,
1: I was there in the '70s, so I'm I'm showing my age now. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, the '70s. Okay, I was yeah. looking at a, at a TV show that we did together and and kind of reviewing it, and there's a lot of nice history there, and we'll, we'll talk about that, but yeah. uh, 1995 is when you started with the PGA Tour. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just we just talked with uh, Pete Rolfe and got a, a little glimpse of what he does from the operations side, and, and I've been, you know, getting emails from you with, you know, very detailed uh updates and factoids and everything, advanced media information uh, about the uh, Champions Tour. And, of course, you get that all year round, but uh, for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. So let's tell our listeners a little bit about about your role as a media official. And, you know, what, you're on the road for, what, maybe 20 weeks a year or something? Yeah,
1: yeah, usually uh, I'm usually gone, uh, you know, between like 18 and 21 weeks a year. Uh, you know, this is, I'm starting my 21st year now, so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of know the lay of the land and, and everything. It, uh, you know, it's always tough to, to go away from, from home for, for periods of time. You know, I'm used to it now. I always tell people now with, with, uh, I, I wish there was a way that I could be, uh, taken from my home and dropped at the tournament site without having to fly, uh, you know, the I don't mind once I'm on site and staying in a hotel and everything, it's it's not bad but uh as you know, most people know now the the flying aspect uh that, you know, once was you know, you like to call it glamorous, it's it's really changed now with all the security uh issues, thank God and and uh you know, just going through the hassles of of uh you know, changing uh planes and uh, going to different airports and everything so you know it gets it gets old i'm sure a lot of people who travel much more than me will echo those sentiments but uh but once i get on site and you know of course coming back to hawaii is always you know special for me because uh, of my you know tie with uh going to school over there
0: Well, you know, and even when you get here, it can be uh, tedious because you've got long days and you're just constantly grinding out information. You know, it's real time now. I was uh, listening to the the TV piece we did a year ago or so and just talking about the differences uh, from uh, years ago when when you used to have to go through before internet and everything, and you'd have to, when you're putting things, uh, your media together, have to get into old media books. And I remember we used to get a big, thick media book from you too, but, you know, you'd have to research in the books, and now you can go online and pull all of it together. And talk about the changes that have happened over the years, even in the life of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship, in terms well, of gathering information.
1: I, I think, uh, you know, you touched on it uh right there when you talked about you know the changes uh you know we used to print uh you know as the, does the PGA tour uh you know prints a, a media guide each year they they are still doing one uh we've we've cut ours back uh but in the old days you know we used to have probably a 250 to 300 page media guide that you know as soon as the previous uh year's uh season ended we'd start updating the bios and and you know going through the whole book uh for uh changes and everything and now with uh you know the computers now uh have really changed the whole concept of the media guide ours is uh online now and we update it uh throughout the year so as soon as for instance when next week's tournament's over uh i will go in to uh the uh our media site and update you know guys bios that do well in the tournament next week and make any statistical changes that that uh, take place so now people could go on uh just as they can on the pga tour and the web.com tour and go in and look and the, the information is up to date you know i'm not sure how many professional leagues do that uh we started doing it about three or four years ago and it's it's been pretty successful, but like you said, it takes takes a little bit of work, you know, just staying on top of things, you know, to make sure a number if a number changes, you catch it, uh, you know, after the event, you know. Sometimes.
0: Well, I yeah, I, I think it's always interesting, you know, when we're in the media room and you know, like Paul Arnett from the Honolulu Advertiser. Or, J.R. DeGroote, who's the sports editor at West Hawaii today. Of course, you're sending out so much information real-time, and people expect it to be very immediate. You know, just like the the Mitsubishi Electric scoreboards are not just immediate uh, scores, but they're they're updates on those great big scoreboards. Uh, And so... You know, the, the, the difference of the amount of information that people expect from you as a media official. I mean, you're all day long, you're in there, I see, you know, researching and, and people are asking, like, it's kind of fun, though, because whether it's Paul or whoever's in the media room, uh, Dick Mudry, I, your good friend and my good friend, I met him yeah. at the, this 20 years ago, and you talk about the media books. I, I collect Sage online and he sent me some from old years, so probably, uh, collector's items after a while but it's fun when everybody's saying now how many times or when wasn't this person did this or and and the exchanging of information but uh your role as that person that's immediate and then as the players come in we usually go out to sometimes you'll bring them into the media room but i was talking with pete Rocking about what's nice is that the, when they come off the 18th green now, it's been set up so that they go right to the scorers' tent, and then there's some immediate interviews right there with uh, David Marr and, and uh is broadcasting. You can tell us in who's going to be doing that this year. And and then they go sign autographs, but sometimes we'll end up sitting at a little table right there and doing an interview, and, and it's, it's very personal and up close, and yet at the same time that information is going out to the whole world quite
1: yeah. immediately yeah it's, that's uh the nice thing about uh huaului you know as you are well aware that you know we've got that area there by by 18 where where we could talk to the players and it's kind of it's a lot different than some of our other events where when we finish you know we'll drag the person or ask them to come into the media center and and talk to them and you know kind of a sterile environment whereas when we're at uh, Huala, Wai, it's so nice to be outside you know with the palm trees and the ocean in the background talking to talking to players and I think they enjoy that as well you know it's it's so such a different setting than any other event we have
0: yeah, it's very up close and personal. And I and I always think, you know, what a blessing it's been for myself, you know, who didn't go to school for doing radio broadcasting. You've kind of evolved into it to be and have made friends with so many of the players and families because of that up close and personal touch. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, some of the players, you know, you've covered for years, like uh, we've got, what, how many, 40? How many players this year? Uh, 40,
1: 44. 44. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. Uh, James, what a what a what a great line of of course Bernhardt Langer and uh Miguel uh Angel Jimenez, the, the defending champion, but uh Hale Irwin, Tom Watson, I mean how many Hall of Famers and and uh let's talk a little bit about some of the players and how they, they get into the tournament or have gotten into the tournament.
1: Well we've got uh uh I think we have something like eight eight uh Hall of Famers this year. Uh uh, you know, you got Fred Couples, uh, Hale Irwin, Bernhard Langer, Colin Montgomery, Larry Nelson, uh, Vijay Singh, uh, Tom Kite, Mark O'Meara, uh Larry Nelson, I think. And you know, those are the guys that you know their track records on the PGA Tour are you know second to none. And uh, you know, I think I was I was looking something up, and these guys have won something over thirty. The field this year have won over 30 major championships on the PGA Tour. You know, Masters, U.S. Opens, British Opens, and uh, PGA Championships. And, of course, Davis Love is in the field, another named player who will be the Ryder Cup captain this year. So it's a great field. Uh, it always is. You know, they a lot of guys, uh, it's open to the winners of the in the previous two years on the tour, and if a player won a major uh he gets a 5 year exemption and of course there are some uh sponsor exemptions as well you know players who have won a major championship or have you know ten or or uh depending on how many wins they have on tour but uh it's a very good field we have some yep. ri- former yeah. Ryder Cup captains and uh you know it's it's a nice thing about the we have a new name this year too, Emily. Uh, we changed our name. We're no longer the Champions Tour. We're we're now PGA Tour Champions is the the new name of the uh, tour. Uh, oh,
0: I, I didn't. You know, I, I saw yesterday when I was posting something on Facebook, and, and that came up, and I, I I put it on there, and I thought, wow, that's I hadn't seen yeah, that, so I, you know, I I missed that. So PGA tour, tour Champions.
1: PGA Tour Champions. Yes, and then. Uh, The other thing, the other major change this year that's going to take place is uh, just as they have on the PGA Tour, the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs, uh, we will have a playoff system this year that will start after uh, our last full field event of the year. We're going to have three three events, uh, one in uh, Los Angeles at Sherwood Country Club, one in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then the Schwab Cup final at uh, uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona, at Desert Mountain, and the top 72 players uh, after the end of the regular season will, will start in the first round of the playoffs in Los Angeles, and will cut to 54 and then to 36. And in the past, the players have earned points in the Schwab Cup by finishing in the top 10, and... And then in the majors, if they, they finish, uh, they got double points. But this year, everything's going to be based on the money list. So every player who, uh, you know, competes throughout the year, how much money he wins will determine his uh, spot in the playoffs. So if he finishes in the top 72 uh, after the SAS championship, which is our final full-field event in in uh, North Carolina, um they will; those guys will proceed to the playoffs. And then one other little thing that they're doing is, if a player is outside the top seventy-two but finishes in the top ten in that last full field event, he he would bump the the seventy-second uh, guy out. So it's kind of a wild card deal. Wow! Right yeah. So well,
0: you know, it certainly there's more incentive to play, but they haven't needed a whole lot of incentive of recent because the purses are. Are you know, the sponsorship has, has grown with the uh PGA Tour champions tour and it used to be called the Senior Tour and then it was changed to the Champions yeah. Tour because it is the great champions coming off the, the PGA Tour and those players now they look forward to getting in on the champions tour. I was happy to see Peter Jacobson, one of the sponsor exemptions. He he represented Waikoloa Beach Resort here for many years, and a great friend of the Big Island, and it was great to see him in the broadcast booth over at the Hyundai Tournament of Champions. And of course, the event broadcast around the world on the Golf Channel. And you and I both know how much even the Golf Channel has changed over 20 years. I can remember even before they were, as you know, just kind of really getting rolling, talking to Joe Gibbs, who was the founder with Arnold Palmer, because he used to come with Arnold to play in the uh, Senior Skins uh, oh, tournament. Yeah. And I yeah. would meet them out there at the airport at, when Arnold would fly his plane in. And I got to know Joe pretty well. And, and just at the time, you know, who would have thought 24-hour programming? And now all over the world, are Jay Red Devitz does a wonderful job with the Learning Center and David Marr. And uh who else is going to be broadcasting? And these players, when you think about it, like uh, Fred Funk, B.J. Singh, and Davis Love playing at Sony Open, you yeah. know, They they tone their games. It isn't like I'm retiring. It's like, man, I'm working on my game because I can go on that Champions Tour and earn some real money, and and they deserve it because a lot of them are the people that have made the PGA Tour what it is today. So address, you know, the value of of the golf channel and and what that has done for golf. It certainly has attracted so many people who weren't golfers and are now golf enthusiasts, even if they don't play.
1: Yeah, the the golf channels, it's like – you mentioned it's amazing how it's changed. I mean, I remember when they started, you know, everybody kind of looked at it and went, well, geez, how are you going to find, uh, you know, 24-7, programming 24-7? But, you know, with with adding the, you know, not only the PGA Tour, uh, the LPGA Tour, the PGA Tour Champions, Web.com, and European Asian events, I mean, they've been able to fill, fill their... Uh, their dance card so to speak with with uh you know programming and uh you know it's it's really solidified itself now that it you know it's a go to you know if you're a golf fan it's a go to place to uh to follow golf
0: and not only that but it is perpetuating the legacy and the history of golf i mean the the very first time that Arnold Palmer Jack Nicklaus and Gary Player ever played together was at Lanikai Resort and and way back in the, in the 60s or something, you know, the Big Three of Golf, it was the first Big Three of Golf show. And the Golf Channel shows a lot of old programming. I've seen some recently with Dave Marr, who is Dave Marr third, who does the broadcasting with the Champions Tour on the Golf Channel now, his father when he was doing the broadcasting. And I always say that my style of doing – TV and broadcasting, I feel that I got inspired by Golf Channel, the style of it, which is of the old days when they show the old forms, because in those days, the players would hand the mics to each other. Yeah. Arnold, would, Arnold would be the one talking while Gary was hitting his shots, and then they'd hand it to the, the next one, and, and and just to be able to see that and see how it's all evolved. And early, in the early days of the Golf Channel, they weren't even on the basic cable. They had trouble getting on basic cable. So in the 20 years, the way it's changed. And uh, so uh, Dave Senko, a media official with the, let's see, the PGA Tour Champions Tour, you know, for yourself, it's got to be a lot of fun to to have grown with it and be a part of that because surely all of you, you know, in your talks, I remember Jay used to be in the media room a lot and all of you worked together and showcasing the Champions Tour. So, how, what a nice feeling to have been part of that that history and having it evolve.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun, and uh, I know that uh, you know the with the you know the growth of the tour and everything, it's it's been a, a great marriage for the PGA Tour to to be involved with with Golf Channel because uh, you know they they could uh, you know it's they could present it in the way that the tour or whoever sponsors would like you know like it to be presented you know they're they're a, a golf oriented uh uh cable news uh, cable station or whatever you'd want to call it and understand you know the people that work there and everything understand and know golf uh whereas that's not always the case with a you know, an over-the-air, whether it's ESPN or, or uh, you know, a network ABC or NBC or something. I mean, not that they don't do golf well, but, you know, Golf Channel puts all their resources into the game, so it makes it makes a huge difference.
0: And many of the people have been associated with the game in some way. Great to see Mark Rolfe. He'll be back after having gone through, you know, some intense cancer treatment, and he's such a big part of Hawaii and knows how to – showcase the 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 state of hawaii and of course Lai resort who else is in the booth and of course the broadcast every every afternoon uh what three hours of broadcasting yeah and yeah, and we'll uh, have, uh
1: this year our our crew will be uh will be bob bob Papa is the the lead announcer uh, bob is uh actually the voice uh the radio voice of the new york giants uh in football and and uh, when he finishes the season, uh, you know, he usually works our events uh, up until football starts. And then, Lanny, you know, Hall of Famer Lanny Watkins will be in the booth with him. And, of course, you mentioned Mark Rolfing, uh, Billy Ray Brown, John Mahaffey, and uh, Dave Marr will be the, uh, I believe, will be the crew on site uh, that next week. And Jack Graham, who was a longtime producer on ABC, uh, will be the, The producer next week
0: and and you know you have to really give accolades to uh john freitas the general manager of the Huala life club and and brendan uh you know because there's a lot of logistics to getting the players out every day and you know taking Mm -hmm. care of their needs and and what a great setting for all of us to an opportunity to be at the like the US Electric Championship in Hawaii at the Four Seasons Resort rated one of the best resorts in the world. I mean, it's a it's a pretty nice gig, isn't it? When when we are yeah. there and yeah, getting chance. Yeah.
1: When I when I first yeah. started uh, this tournament was in uh, Puerto Rico and uh I went to Puerto Rico uh the my first year when I started in uh the early January of 96 and then the next year you know, we moved to, uh, Hawaii, which is, I believe, what's it, 18 or 19 years now? 20, so.
0: 20 years. That's 20, the okay. Year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 97. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been great. And, uh, like I said, it's always, always nice to go back and the players love it. You know, whenever, uh, when a guy wins a tournament for the first time, and he's never been there and we're in the media room and you tell him uh, you get to go to Hawaii the next, next two years, uh. That smile gets a little bit bigger when the guy's sitting sitting in his chair. I know it yeah. makes makes his wife happy. I,
0: I was <laughs> so. just going to say that because they, you know, they all come with family members. Uh, poor Jay Don Blake. He's he's not eligible this year. I've stayed in touch with Jay Don, but. You know, he came with 22 family members a few years ago. But, you know, the champ, the, the PGA Tour, what is, has it reached its $2 billion mark, more than all the other sports put together? Yeah. Money's raised for charity. And while we all get to watch break off uh, here at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Huala Lai, the, one of the, the best things about it is the amount of money that's been raised to go back into our Big Island community, the Rotary Club of Kona, of course, organizing the volunteers and, and the money's going to the – Rotary Club Community Foundation and Daniel Sherr Foundation and Big Island Junior Golf, but that's just the PGA Tour because a lot of the players have their own foundations where they're they're raising money. So let's talk about the the, the giving nature of the the golf world.
1: Well, uh, you know, you you just touched on it. Uh, all of our tournaments uh, are set up uh, as uh, for charity, and you know we have. Uh, A few now that give well over on on the PGA uh, Champions Tour side. We have several now that give over a million dollars a year back to local charities. And one uh, in particular, the Shaw Charity Classic, which was just three years old in in Calgary, uh, they surpassed $2 million the last couple years. So, you know, that money comes back in the community in several different ways, you know, through, uh, you know, uh, various groups, uh, you know, apply for, uh, you know, grants and things like that. And, and just outright, you know, money is donated to, to different groups in those cities, which is terrific. Uh, you know, sometimes it gets lost, you know, that people say, oh, geez, they, they're giving $800,000 to out this year. And when you think about it, you know, the, the lives that those uh, – those dollars impact or you know you can't you can't put a price on you know you you hear time to time from from people in in our tournaments uh cities where you have events where you know money was given to somebody and how it changed their life whether it was for a, you know a surgery or you know homelessness or uh you know a a battered women's shelter or something all these things that you know that get money from the PGA tour events uh you know it's remarkable and you know to go over you know 2 billion dollars in in uh you know money uh presented to throughout the tour events is is remarkable
0: well just uh, last night I was there in, down in our... I would like to say our sweet village to Kailua Kona and, and going by the Maka Community Park, the old airport park, and there were, the, the soccer fields were loaded with kids playing. It was just about sunset time, and and I was reminded, as I always am, that, you know, monies were used from the Mitsubishi Electric Championship to refurbish the soccer field. Same with the walking, jogging path at the you know, Maka Community Park, kidney machine, uh, Big Island Junior Golfers, it's always fun to see them uh, at the tournament with their blue shirts on. They're so proud of wearing those shirts. And, and a lot of great golfers have been developed through our Junior Golf Program. And with that in mind, separate from the, the Champions Tour, but certainly part of it, in, in, indirectly, on the the day before the Mitsubishi Electric Championship for, you know, I don't know how many years it's been now, there are Champions Tour players that, that go up to Nenea, and they're with Mary B. Porter King, and uh, the, who started the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association, and Jim Saunders, the general manager at Nenea, and certainly all the members at Nenea, they have a, a special uh, a fundraiser, and it raises a lot of money, and Dave, Dave Maher is the MC, and Jay from the Learning Center, says Red, Red a, a yeah. nice piece up there with the junior golfers, but a lot of money raised that goes back into our Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. So the individual players are really generous with their time in areas that people might not see.
1: Yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of the players have had their own charities in their their uh, hometowns. You know, they uh, I know they've uh, you know, Corey Pavin, I know used to have, I don't know if he still has an event in Los Angeles and you know, a lot of these guys don't like to talk much about it, you know, when you ask them. Uh you know, they're they try to low key it but but uh you know the efforts they make in their hometowns, uh whether it's, you know, running a you know, running a golf tournament, uh for for a local charity, uh, you know, it's great. You know, Peter jacobson's company runs an event up in the cvs charity classic up in rhode island that billy and andre and brad faxner are quite involved in and that brings a lot of money back into the rhode island community and you know it happens all over the country you know with these guys that's a nice thing about golf you know sometimes it gets lost in the you know in the shuffle that uh you know that oh here's another charity golf tournament, but like I said before, you know the families and the individuals who uh who benefit from that will will certainly uh speak glowingly of of these guys uh you know stepping up to the plate and and doing things to help the help their community or a tournament
0: and one that really comes to mind for me is Tom Watson, who kind of can him in the hometown guy because he has a home at Hualalahi and Hillary and, and he gets involved in things here, but uh all his efforts towards ALS, his his longtime caddy Bruce Edwards yeah. uh passed away with ALS and that was a, a really they were very tight and, and Tom's efforts on, on behalf of ALS uh is, is, you know, pretty, pretty well known. But so, Dave, if we could just take a minute. Dave Sento, uh, the media official for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at, at Hualo. I were talking to him a few days before the event gets rolling, but just to give some some uh, behind the scenes look at it, but you know, you went to the University of Hawaii, and I always like uh, at the people sharing their stories a little bit. That you, know, you may love a sport, and there's so many ways to get into it. And sometimes people will go to school for four years, and they'll wait till they get out, and then they they go looking for a job. And you've always been an advocate. You talk to a lot of school kids, and it's something that you you like to do is to share with people and, and young people you know, how they can change their future by getting involved early in their life as interns or volunteers. I mean, Brian Goyne, who's, who's what, the executive director of the the, uh, PGA Tour championship management. Yeah. You know, I I mean, people that started as volunteers or were individual tournament directors and move up the ladder and, you know, never dreamed they would be in those positions. And and for yourself, you know, give a little... uh, overview of, of what you did, because I think it's a good example for people to see just how you can get into something that becomes your career, and I've always thought it was fun that you lived across the hall from Joey Estrella, who is the uh, yeah. artistic director at University of Hawaii, you, know, you guys are, 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 are good friends, you kind of stayed in touch, so just a few tips to the, you know, to the parents or the young people about how well, people to, to get into uh, these kind of we- things.
1: With me, I I got started. Uh, you know, I might have mentioned this uh, previously, Emily. Is I I got started. Uh, I I grew up in New York State and had gone to uh, a junior college originally, and uh, heard about I read something uh, called Sports Information, and uh, I, I after I was finished at the junior college, I I reached out to some schools and uh, actually got a <clears throat> got an offer to go work at the University of Hawaii. There was a gentleman there named Dick Fishback who was the sports information director there for several years and uh Dick was looking for a student uh and uh actually hired me and flew you know, I flew from uh Johnson City, New York where I grew up to Honolulu not having any idea what it was gonna be like, but uh I worked I worked there uh, three and a half years when I was finishing school in the athletic department. Worked with Dick for uh, almost almost three years, and Dick left to to go into private business. And I ended up working with a a great gentleman named Eddie Annoy, Annoy, who uh, worked as a SID at UH for, uh, geez, probably... 25 or 30 years before he retired but i i had the good fortune to work with each of them and a lot of opportunities i had in hawaii I, I used to work the hula bowl and i got involved with golf uh through my connection with uh working the hula bowl and the stats doing statistics for the announcers uh when i was in school and terry Jastro, who was the Producer asked me, you know, if I'd like to work at uh, the Hawaiian Open at the time, and uh, so I said, sure. You know, I think they paid me thirty-five dollars a day or something, and I got a bunch of my buddies from school, uh, a lot of, some of the athletes, uh, to come out and help. I think I we hired about fifty or sixty guys, and I worked the Hawaiian Open for three three years, and then when I graduated, I I went on and uh, got hired at Yale as a sports information and you know I left took off from there so I that was kind of the start and a lot of great memories of uh you know I was there during the the uh uh was it the Fab 5 or whatever they were called at UH uh and uh you know it was a lot of fun and you know I couldn't I tell people all the time you can't put a dollar a price or anything on getting experience like that you know I tell young students you know get involved when you're when you're in school you know don't wait till your senior year that you have to do an internship i said you know go in as a, a freshman or sophomore and just volunteer and ask for an opportunity people are always looking for eager young people to uh, help out and you know i also tell them you never know who you're going to meet along the way you know you might somebody may ask you to drive an announcer to an airport or pick somebody up and all kinds of crazy things, but it's, you know, it all comes back to contacts. You know, you, uh, I had a journalism professor when I was in grad school. He used to always tell me, you know, he used to tell the class, you have to circulate to percolate. <laughs>
0: so uh-huh.
1: Okay. I, I always remember that when I was uh, in grad school at Ohio State, the guy was, would say that, uh, uh, and we'd all laugh, but, you know, when you think about it later in life, it goes, oh, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even you're, you're ending up with the PGA Tour. It goes back to when you were working at the Hawaiian Open in the 70s, right? And then you yeah. end up, this, this, you work with the Buffalo Bills, and then eventually, you know, those contacts with the – from working the Hawaiian Open led to the PGA Tour. Well, it's been a, a delight, you know, over the years working with you, Dave, and uh, Dave Senko, media official with the the uh, PGA Tour Champions Tour, and uh, of course this week at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship in Wailea at the renowned Four Seasons Resort and Resort Kahului, and all of us here on the beautiful Big Island are blessed to be part of it, whether we're working it or spectators, and. And and uh, we've made a lot of friends over the years with the with the players and their families, and I sure have, and I, I don't ever talk with a volunteer that doesn't have some player that they've kind of become, you know, very familiar with and on, on a first-name basis with, and it's, it's pretty special. So um, I appreciate all our good times together and working together, and uh, yeah, it was another uh, great week.
1: You know, you, you mentioned the volunteers, and, you know, I tell people all the time that our events uh don't get off the ground without the volunteers you know they uh, we're not going to be able to hold a golf tournament without the volunteers uh, any any event you go to uh you know they're kind of the backbone of of what takes place and you know they a lot of them pay money to uh, to volunteer you know to buy their uniforms and stuff and uh you know I've over the years I've met so many great people uh who have been in that role, whether it's in a media center or somebody, you know, in transportation or operations or something, but they all enjoy it. And, you know, uh, we always try to remind the players that, uh, you know, they're the reason you guys are, are uh, you know, making a living playing golf.
0: And, and speaking of that, I was very involved in uh, getting the volunteers in the, the the first and second year and, and uh, one of the – a couple of the people who volunteer in the press room, Nancy and Bill Verbrugge, and he is a PGA Pro at a very prestigious club in uh, California, and, and I said, I know just the place for you, you know, well, stuck, they've stuck with that job for, for the 20 years, and they've been great, because when he's, you know, talking to the players, he knows golf, he's been around it, and yeah. and I, I always love, you know, you mentioned about people paying for the shirts, I had a lot of experience putting on events in Detroit, my Emily Detroit run and stuff, and and, uh, I always used to say they're volunteers, but it can be expensive having volunteers. And, yeah. and, I remember suggesting, Hey, you know, if you really want a committed volunteer, have them pay for their t-shirt and their hat. You know, yeah. then you'll find out who's really going to be committed. And I've always loved that that is what has happened. And, and, and many of the volunteers, they do it with, with pleasure. Because they feel so proud to be part of the event and they know they're going to be working with other people who are very committed about it because, you know, they, they have taken care of it, helped underwrite the cost. And of course, they, they get fed every day. They deserve everything they get because they work very hard. Oh, yeah. But it, it becomes a partnership between the PGA Tour and the, and the uh, volunteers, you know, and, uh, kudos to Chris Hazard and Larry Webb and, gosh, Alan Clark and all kinds of those Rotary Club members that, you know, that have, have carried on were in officers of the Rotary Club and the monies that go through the Rotary Club, the Community, Kona Community Foundation, Big Island Junior Golf, and Daniel Serre Foundation. So, uh, um, it's always nice that the PGA Tour really appreciates their efforts. And like you say, it wouldn't happen. All you got to do is look at the golf course yeah. on, on the day of the event and see that this would not be happening without those volunteers yeah, out there. Exactly. So, when you
1: get, when you, you know, some of these events we have where they get, 800 900 or 1000 volunteers you know you you take those people away and you know who picks the uh the trash up you know who who uh mans uh you know the whole who are the whole captains you know who who's taking care of picking the players up at the airport all that stuff you know it all it all takes you know, takes place because of the volunteers
0: well, Dave, I appreciate how much time you took with me this morning. I know you got a, a, a lot to do uh, to, to make the Mitsubishi Electric Championship from a media aspect roll as smoothly as it does, and it's always a pleasure. Dave Sento, media official with the uh, PGA Tour Champions Tour, and uh, much aloha.
1: Okay. Thanks, Emily. We'll see you next week.
0: Okay. Take care. Oh, appreciate Bye.
1: Yep. Bye-bye.